Yo, this is Carlos Morgan. Kwame DeMar Mason, director of Soul Nice, past president and future. Truth is Sean. Hi, I'm Colleen James. I'm Fitz, the Whip Vanderpool. Hi, this is Barry White. Hey, y'all, I'm Rudy Blair. You're listening to Black Exposed. Black Exposed. Black Exposed. Black Exposed. Black Exposed. What's up, peoples? My name is Solitaire, one of one, the one and only, nothing you expect and everything you don't. Please, if you're a hip-hop fan, if you're a music fan, check out my new single right here from the album Dangerous Art Part 1 right here on Black Exposed with Sandra Tyler. Alright, 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 okay. I heard it already. I heard it already. Enough. Let me clear my head. Uh. Yo, solitaire, where you at, man? Here. Uh. <sighs> clear the smoke out. Sorry. Focus. Uh, yo, I arrived out of nowhere. Chill. Bald head, no hair. Spit foul, no fear. Whole pie, no shares. New highs, no stairs. But they ain't put out any music for like. Who cares? Take shots, no beers. Burn rubber, no spears. Skirt on the 401 and 6 gear. No speed limit, hell yeah. You about to witness one hell of a year. This just in, they thought I disappeared. Poof. Smoke clears, here I am, solitaire, raise glass, say cheers, ten times better than I ever been, I swear, seems what's missing in the game, been right here, uh-huh, yeah, I've been right here, what's been missing in the game, been right here, if you wanna know where I've been at, I've been right here, cause real recognize real, it is quite clear, yeah, I've been right here, what's been missing in the game, been right here, and all my people, if you with me, say, oh yeah, wherever I wanna go, I know, my flow sound like a froze time, I never did need the cosine. No bright lights look dim when you're the shine. Uh, Anything moving stop when you're the sign. That's why my name remains one of a kind. Yeah. Solitaire, no nah. eat. Playing with the cards I was dealt. Got a full sweep. Whatever ends you from, you gon' respect me. Can't nobody say I'm done. No one except me. Trying to check this king, you get your checkmate. Rook set your windows. Now you got a Bill Gates. Brain full of Novocaine. You got a numb face. Never thought I'd still be here cause I'm in my space. Don't be a waste, you. Yo, if you're a Canuck, you know what? That's all a bull. I'm a real one eyes from the stem to the root Yelling out, teach more stem to the youth Man, they right here See the youth, then they right here The whole city, man, we right here Everything that's missing in the game been right here Real recognize real, and it's quite clear Yeah, we been right here What's missing in the game been right here If you wanna know where I'll be at, I'll be right here Wherever I wanna go, I'll be right there Right I'm Sandra Tyler, and this is Black Exposed. KW's first and Canada's only show on Primetime FM Radio with all black Canadian music. You just heard hip-hop legend Solitaire's new single right here 
from Dangerous Art Part 1, which is out now everywhere. And Solitaire is co-hosting with me tonight in this exclusive one-on-one. And we chat about some of his epic collabs with some major legends like Cardinal Fischel, Cypher Sounds, Chalk Lair, Busta Rhymes, and many, many more. Plus his new albums, Dangerous Art Part 1 and Part 2, which the single Something About You drops tonight. There's so much we discussed tonight, we couldn't fit it all into one hour, so you'll have to tune into Spotify, YouTube, or Podbean tomorrow. So if you're an emerging artist, or if you're a fan of Solitaire, his hip-hop legacy, make sure you stay tuned in and tell all your friends that they can listen live on CKWR.com. Tonight's interview music bed is Solitaire's epic Silver Surfer. And DJR Double, well, he kicks off the show with a special Solitaire remix with Bacardi slang, dreams, streets on fire, and more. So let's get this ish started, BE fam. The all black Canadian drive home street mix starts now. Dreams, they sell them on the cover of your favorite magazine. You probably wear it in the form of some jeans and gold chains. A million fans around the world screaming out your name. I got dreams. A rock and roll thieving, and they put me on blast. And now I blame it on the media. Big trucks and big and Big money like a million dollar autograph If I'm out of order, don't blame me It's the dreams Making life look much sweeter than what it seems Put one on the bullet and put one in your dreams The Black Exposed Dreams On 98.5 AWR Without living on Elm Street and sleep all awake, you know them dreams, right in your day. Like the shorty with the strong back, strutting round from around the way, winking at you when she passed, but ain't giving you play. And I've been had dreams turn into reality. Me, magazine, covers, sir, radio play. You are now in a mix with Kenneth Dillard's DJ. And you're listening to Black Exposed on 98.5 CKWR. Pick a style, watch me run with it. Pass me the baton and I'm gone. Like Donovan when I'm twisted on the Baileys. You ain't never heard of me? Really? I'm Sandra Tyler. Well, keep your ears glued then, because it's about to be black exposed on 98.5. No, this is not an illusion. Stop the booze and I'm like cold fusion. Confusion cease the conclusion. Ears, I'm toxic. Britney Spears. Axe Fred Durst, I'm worse when I curse. Goddamn. me and I'll quench your thirst. You need to sip crop juice to get loose Just to holler at them bitches in the me boots, please Chickens, cook your whole style sucks Let them up, come between me and the bucks and I You're listening to the Black and Foles Drive Home Street With Sandra Tyler Let the whole world know, yeah Black I'ma set the streets on fire, yeah From the bottom, there's nowhere else to go So I'll DJR Double Set the streets on fire, yeah Black and Let the whole world know, yeah I hold on, quiet down, quiet down. I can't hear my question. You head, go ahead. Yeah, that's me on the production. Ten years deep programming the percussion. Big socks taught me a lot, it's true. Plus my Marvel and Cardinal too. Could you imagine the rest of my crew? 
done deal, delivered, signed and sealed We about to reveal the true meaning of real Real talk and we don't with knocks Real dogs had my back from jump off We keep it on till the sun turn off They pretending like they can't get familiar When I impact my strength measured in Richter Can't forget cucumber slice On the boulevard connection had the time of my life And motion put an in motion So let somebody test my devotion And I'll set the streets on fire yeah. Let the whole world know yeah. I'ma set the streets on fire yeah. From the bottom there's nowhere else to go So I'll set the streets on fire yeah. Let the whole world know yeah. Now watch me flip a little Show people of all types I got all types of skill DJR Devil And I got what it takes to pay the bills Plus I need a little extra Couple, couple of mil Ew. Now watch when I spill Y'all slip Better believe I'm bitter Plus I'm colder than winter And since y'all can't stop fronting Then back the, the square one and go face Run the My ladies looking hot Screw face kissing teeth Representing the T-Dot Proud and I rock a party And T-Dot drinking Bacardi And Cardi drinking Bacardi And T-Dot rocking the party And nigga jumping the violin And ladies showing the smiling And everybody knows it's the T-Dot I'm Fitz no, no, When no, you no, are listening no, Black no, Exposed no, 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 no. Black Exposed on 98.5 CKWR Young thugs spit drugs in the name of one love To my thugs spreading love in the form of one drug You call blitz to mix my solo tactics Sit right up first and stick it under the mattress Wanna get this? Last so you miss is this Bring your death right out of your first breath Make noise now, wrinkle up your brow Bring it like we ain't got none Have a no, bust one while I stand by Have a dabble, run while I stand by Thought I gave a cause you can't sell And your crew run the block, do what you thought Cause the pop block, while my heart don't stop Solitaire shot you down and open up shop Ooh, you coming for me, dressed to kill Address my skill and my strong will Cause I will never fear, staying true to the art Married to it, for life until death do us part You're listening to the Black Exposed Drive Home Street Mix with DJ R. Yes, from the team that get it, yeah. Black James. Black James. Uh, Dollar. What up, y'all? This is Roe Dollar. Right now, you're in the mix with Canada's illest DJ, DJ R. Double. On Black Exposed on 98.5 CKWR. You know how we get down. Roe Dollar and the one and only DJ R. Double, I Let's yo, go. Yo, from seed to speed, watch this grown man toil in the city of field dreams of 40 acres of plush greens. But all it what it seemed when the pixel manipulation is in, freezing rain turned to diamonds. Look, man, that's the surroundings I'm in. How many times I've been a witness to bad timing? Looking for short fuses, brows sweating profusely. Motions for the draw, the crowd rushes for the door. It's war daily for them BMX hustlers, ventriloquists, jugglers, conducting business from the cellulars. I see it regular. Looking with demons in the eyes, concealed weapons in the inside of the ride. Can I get a witness mugging? I'm this is home to the children of the ghetto, my hugging. This is home. Marvin was right when he told us to get it on, but it's hard when you remember how many innocent gone. 
on it. How many niggas went out to even the score? How many streets was it written rhymes galore about crime or more times of conflict when lines are drawn between pockets to maximize profits? Lives get lost quick. It's criminal justice exercised in the streets. Niggas don't have to discuss this. Life is an issue when the water is cold and you showering in the rain till your trousers grow mold. Yeah, every section be running for protection or something. Put them things in the oven. Yo, trust me, cousin. When the beef heat up, you better be bluffing. We hit you on your blind side. Yeah, every section be running for protection or something. Yeah, yo, trust me, cousin. When the beef heat up, you better be bluffing. We hit you on your blind side. I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Feeling a sharp pain on the left side of my head. Words were being caught. Randy Moss like WR. For 80 balls, drinking my beer like a y'all. To the last wing of the pendulum, I send them in on my HP. I end up down on Hill Roy's. Hill boys know what I'm talking about. Like who wanna bag next to the ninth degree? Nine times your lifeline I'm everything you wanna be Gave up the beginning to move in the hood of MCs Monopoly mentalities always on go For what it's worth, I'll slap you where it hurts most And toast with the illest folks that come to Great Lakes Big pies to rise to your mountain sweepstakes Dollar bill, I chill with it and wanna get Circle the in so ill just for the fucking yeah, every section be running for protection or something. Put the things in the oven. Yo, trust me, cousin. When the beef heat up, you better be bluffing. We hit you on your blind side. Black, 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 black exposed. I'm solitaire, hip hop artist from the T Dot. Yo, Solid Time, bro. Yo, first I lean with it. Then I rock with it. Hip-hop legend Solitaire is considered one of Canada's leading hip-hop legends, writers, and producers, making an impact on the Canadian music scene and the music industry as a whole. I've been in the music industry for, or in the music game, or whatever you want to call it, for like over 20 years. And if you got a gun, please don't shoot up the place. We don't need nobody killing. His 1998 Silver Surfer was the self-produced classic that debuted him as a solo artist and his introduction into the Canadian hip hop scene. At the age of 23, Solitaire made his mainstream musical debut on Chocolaire's first major label album, Ice Cold. Take my hand, we can both just glide. Keep pace. If you tell, I ain't got time to wait. Nah. Producing four songs and featured on others, the album went gold in 30 days. Solitaire's breakout came in 2001 when he released two iconic songs, Bacardi Slang by Cardinal Official. And Easy to Slip. We sing a song of mercy for n- that's caught in the struggle. The devil's always trying to draw the kids into trouble. A song he wrote as an ode to fallen friends, which continues to be hailed as one of Canada's greatest hip-hop songs and received a Juno nom for best rap recording. When you hear my voice and you hear my music and you hear what I talk about, that's what makes me unique in, in 
in music and in hip hop. Yeah, let me take you through the mind of a man driven man by the rhyme. My soul's been arrested for committing hate crime. My mouth speaks the words bringing news to the ears of the blind. In 2003, Solitaire was one of the most sought after producers through his work on albums Memoirs of Blake Savage and Flagrant by Chuck Lair, Firestarter Volume 1 by Cardinal Fischel, This Is Me by Julie Black, Joyful Rebellion by Chaos, Ever Since by Maestro Fresh West, Brown by Ivana Santelli, and Reloaded by The Rascals. Solitaire then toured the world with Chuck Lair and Cardinal Fischel, then moved between New York and Toronto to collaborate with Cypher Sounds, a famous Hot 97. Together they produced Lil Wayne, Busta Rhymes, DJ Khalid, Elephant Man, Trey Songs, to name a few. Today, Juno-nominated Solitaire has released his debut single, Right Here, featuring world-renowned DJ Crouch. From his new album release, Dangerous Art Volume 1, available everywhere, Solitaire is co-owner of Four Sounds Media Recording Studios. He's an advocate for Forgiveness Project and a volunteer presenter for at-risk students in Canadian high schools. Solitaire is one of the most revered and sought-after artists, songwriters, and producers of our time. He continues to elevate and inspire fans and artists alike around the globe. I'm Solitaire, hip-hop artist from the T-Dot. Allow me to introduce myself. Welcome to Black Exposed Solitaire. Yeah, greetings. Pleasure to be here. I am so honored and excited to have you. And you are one of Canada's leading hip hop artists and songwriters and producers. I just want to give a, a tiny rundown of, of some of the people you've worked with, okay? Which you consider family as well. Sure. Cardinella Fischel, Julie Black, sister, Baby Blue Sound Crew, My brothers, Chuck Lair and Socrates, mm-hmm. Ivana Santilli, Chaos, Maestro. And you've worked with Busta Rhymes, Trey Songs. Mm-hmm. I got to <laughs> throw Nina Sky in there. You've worked with so many artists, and you yourself are such a legend. I know you just released your new album, yes. uh, Dangerous Art Part One, which we'll get into. But where did you get your start? Like, mm. what made you want to become a hip hop artist, a rapper, a producer, a songwriter? What? Where did you get that itch? Uh, you know, I think uh, I was always an arts-inspired kid. Actually, most people don't really know. My background, initially, my first foray into, like, the arts was as an actor. I did theater. Um, I actually did a little bit of film and television work as well growing up. And then, you know, young Black kids coming up inner city in Toronto, um, listening to hip-hop. We were all influenced by it. Wanted to, you know, imitate our, our idols and wanted to find out how to, you know, how this this magical, crazy new genre of music was made. And then as soon as we had the opportunity to, to get exposed to the actual production as far as like how it's how how a song is created or you got to go to a studio or you got to record or you got to write lyrics and kind of like 
it was really just a, out of sheer curiosity of like just young kids who were musically inclined. Like I, I also took piano lessons, guitar lessons growing up. So again, I was always into the arts and it just, it just made sense. Like as far as growing, exploring, uh, making beats and exploring, writing raps. And then eventually that led to performing at different shows and showcases around the city. And that's what it was. It was just like, just me being curious about the arts and then also seeing on TV and music videos, you know, young black, young black men who look like us, you know, and just doing all this crazy dances and super flamboyant as far as, as, far as the styles and, you know, baggy jeans and like flashy jewelry and all that kind of stuff. And that was, that's really where I got my start. And then it just kind of took off from there. Did you grow up with Cardinal and all the people that formed the circle and the black Jays? In life, my like my first, I guess you could say best friend was Marvel. Marvel, if you know about Marvel, everybody was listening. He released a song called Words Of in, I want to say it was like 95 or maybe 96, around those times. And uh, in that, he raps. And me and Solitaire was sipping altar wine in Catholic church, half of it. Stirred. So we, I met him when I went to the uh, Caribbean Catholic church and he was an altar boy. I became an altar boy. We became friends. He was friends uh, with another group of people who was Cardinal, who at the time went as Kool-Aid. And through Kool-Aid, I met Wyluk, who was who went by Cooley at the time, Bucktooth. And then the kind of the crew expanded from there as we started to go out and perform. And then we became a part of an organization called Fresh Arts. You know, I'm kind of giving the uh, the Coles Notes version. Um, and that was Cardi and Marvel met Socrates at their first year in Fresh Arts. And that's how we got to be networked with Socrates. And then through Socrates, we met Chaclair. We also met Julie Black at, at Fresh Arts. And uh, Tara Chase came uh, later on in the fold um, just through, you know, just through the through the scene, the local scene in Toronto. But then like the crew at the time was, you know, we were figures of speech. So it was Chocolate, Socrates, Cardi, Marvel, Wyluk, Anthem, 12 Inch, Bucktooth, Godson, and Kill. Like these were, we were just the crew, like just the homies hanging out and making music and just having fun with it. What inspired the name Solitaire? Great question. Uh, definitely ask that, uh, people ask me that all the time. As uh, I have, you know, some people doodle, some people, I don't know, bite their nails. There was a point in time when my, I wouldn't say, not that I was nervous, but my, my, you know, they have those, those, what do they call those, those fiddle things where you do the spinners, fiddle spinners to kind of keep yeah. your hands occupied. So there's a point in time I used to preoccupy my mind during downtime playing the card game, solitaire. And I you know, came pretty good at it as far as, as good as you can become at a game of chance, but as it, you know, I was thinking about myself and my artistry, and, you know, we're trying to come up with names and like, you know, I, what is, what name, you know, reflects who I am? How, how do you, you know, and some names are given to you, but then you also try to come up with your moniker. And then one day it dawned on me, the game, the solitaire kind of reflected a philosophy of life of mine, which is at the end of the day, you're born alone, you die alone. You can ask people for assistance. You can, you can be part of a team, 
but when it comes down to the nitty gritty, anything that you want to uh, accomplish in your life, if you're not prepared to go into the trenches and do the dirty work yourself, you can't expect anybody to do things for you that you're not willing and able to do for yourself. And that kind of, that philosophy of um, Fred Van Vliet kind of uh, coined it great for, for the Raptors. It's like, you know, you know, invest in yourself, believe in yourself first, you know, and that, and that name stuck with me at the time. Okay. Silver Surfer. Yeah. Tee it up, tee it up for us and tell us what it's about. I'm sure anybody that's listened to the song is a diehard fan because is this not the song that launched your solo career? Silver Surfer is the my first my first single on vinyl and and this is at a time when hearing your voice on the radio was definitely a novelty because of the process involved in getting your music heard. Like you couldn't just you know, record it digitally and on MP3 and email it to people and they play it on their station. It wasn't not nearly as instantaneous as it is now. So I remember when you had an opportunity to get to a studio, much less, and record your song and then have at a time, I didn't even know anything about the music industry. So having a network of people who heard your your style and you you know make a beat and they're like yo that beat's dope and then you write a song to it and they're like yeah that that song is dope and they they're inspired enough to invest in manufacturing vinyl and getting it mastered and then like you know just paying for distribution so it was a whole process so when i heard that song on you know the master plan show and the power move show and all these college radio stations at the time and even we were shipping our vinyl to college and university stations in the states as well so hearing your voice on the radio and then getting feedback from those DJs at the time, like, yo, this shit is dope or whatever. Super, I mean, that's definitely what hooked me at the beginning. And Silver Surfer is just, I think at those times I was, you know, it was still a lot of, you know, influenced by lyricism and 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 hard beats and sampling drums and like taking and flipping classical music or jazz music samples because one of my biggest influences at the time was Tribe Called Quest. So that that's what that song is a, is about. And it was like, you know, who glide like the silver surfer? That was Marvel on the hook. And he was just, you know, describing my flow, gliding on the beat, like a smooth kind of uh, raspy voice and style. Yeah, I was just kind of rapping. Well, how old was I at the time? I must 1994 was that? So I was like... 2005. I was like 19 years old when that, that single came out. Okay, this is Silver Surfer on Black Exposed 98.5 CKWR. Yo, let me take you through the mind of a man driven man by the rhyme. My soul's been arrested for committing hate crime. My mouth speaks the words bringing news to the ears of the blind. Catch yourself mimicking and think about the words that you're speaking. Got my soul saved by the deacon seeking to catch the demons away. What can I say? The gods must be crazy letting... I can't control all the things that I say So what I said yesterday I'm gonna have to pay for today Call the arbitrator CUP could do me a courtesy And ask the man to cop me a plea My actions are beyond me I hope I can take the repercussions I'm chilled to the bone like a Russian Visions of corruption perforate the mind state Solitaire rocks a boulevard till the bow breaks The stakes leaving scars in the earth like quakes So you better ask my man Jacques Clear what it takes I makes ends meet Like a street connoisseur all my words and your ears can endure uh, for sure what two by two like no wall plus my scriptures are sacred like the Torah. What you gonna do? Yeah. F West side. F West side. Uh, 
silver surfer Get your feet when you scratch the surface Cause what you hear in is biggest peoples Man created equals, that's how we reach you You fly like a silver surfer Hit your feet when you scratch the surface Cause what you hear in is biggest peoples Man created equals, that's how we reach you My rhymes set the world ablaze and their hands playing games, but like sheep they graze Searching for the lamb, they got caught up in the maze Plus the aura of my mind left them all in the daze Caught this creeping, trying to spread some propaganda Gave the judge an envelope and lock his hands up for slander It's pandemonium, check the auditory No story without guts, there's never any glory Caught up in the pyramid of life, but you're stuck at the bottom Thought you were a skill, but you forgot him. You remain confused, entangled in a cavern Overflowing with calamities Please, please put your soul at ease And stop trying to Play the role of a criminal, those fans of my rhyme is subliminal Think you got something to say, but you beat So you had to state your point of view from six feet deep No sorrow, I'm headed for a brighter tomorrow About to take it to and put it through your chest like Zorro Cause the main concern is the RO Better know that solitaire's a hard act to follow Who glide like a silver surfer Hit your feet, but he scratch the surfer Cause what you hear is biggest people And created equals, that's how we reach you I'm trying to figure out what was the pinnacle moment in your career? Pinnacle moment where you decided that you were going to focus on your production and take a hiatus from your rapping. You know, the interesting thing about being a creative, a creator, is there's highs and lows. It's more ebbs and flows than it is... Um, you know, obviously there's people who, you know, accomplish super highs and then disappear. I feel like my career has always been ebbs and flows and, you know, you the changing of the era. I've, you know, at this point I've witnessed like four or five different eras when it comes to hip hop and different waves and different, you know, hip hop taking itself in different directions. And there was a point in time when singing used to be completely outlawed. You know, as a rapper, you did not, you did not <laughs> sing, you know, and now you cannot find a rapper who is not trying to put melodies in their rap. So it's like, you know, you know, I came from the era when we didn't, we were just getting pagers, much less, uh, you know, being able to record your entire album on your phone. So it's like, you, you can imagine the changes that I've seen. But as far as like pinnacle of my career, I've had many highs, I've had many lows, but I think that I've taken t hiatus, I guess, when you're, when you're, expectations change of what it means to be success as a rapper um but i've always loved the process of uh, and the energy and the feedback the biofeedback they say of uh when people hear your rhymes and it, and it resonates with them so i think i i more so find inspiration to create as a rapper but i don't let I, that's not my goal to like i want to be the number one rapper i'm a i'm an artist i'm a creator i am always inspired to to create for whether i'm working with an artist that i'm developing or 
you know, I'm working on my own stuff or just, you know, making beats for just for the sheer relaxation of it. But I guess the pinnacles for me would be would definitely be Bacardi Slang, that memory. Shocklair's album going gold at that time. Bacardi Slang and Easy to Slip, those eras. Getting nominated for uh, one of my artistic diversions from being a hip hop artist when I did uh, when I was nominated for R and B song called "Come True" in 2009, and I was right. I was I was working there. I was working there when that happened. Yeah, I remember. So that that was like you know I was a completely independent project where I was uh, singing, you know, and then Cardi rapped on that. And it's like, I told Cardi the other day that both the songs that we collaborated on that were released were both nominated for Junos. You know, we we, yeah. we do have that chemistry when uh, when our minds are, uh, when we collaborate. So, and then, and then just like recently, just being, continuing to be able to tour and perform in front of, you know, big crowds and with Cardi and performing new material in 2023 and looking forward to releasing more new material in 2024. You toured with him, was it in 2003 that you toured with Cardi and Chocolaire around the world? That, yeah, you know, with Chocolaire, we went up, we basically, we toured for like two years off of that, off of the Ice Cold album. Ice uh, Cold, Cardi that's right. toured with us in Canada, but then we went on, we went to to the States to tour in, two, I want to say in 1999, we went there for two months. Cardi couldn't come because he was he was also working on his music. So it was like, that was a, a huge commitment for him to take two months off of that. So I ended up going on the road with him for like two months. And then we went to Europe as well with with um, with Razel, beatboxer Razel from The Roots. And then, yeah, and then, and then I came back and I was in Toronto for a while. And then, yeah, and then uh, since that time, it was mostly touring with, with Cardi around the world. And we, we, yeah, we went to do some crazy shows around the world. Oh yeah. Are you guys gonna tour again anytime soon? Cause you know, your new album's coming out. It's out, is it out? It's out now, right? The new, yeah, the volume one is out right now. I'm actually just um, on August, uh, August, on October 17th, I'm gonna be releasing the first single from from volume two of Dangerous Art. And this volume two, volume one was my homage to all of my day one hip hop fans who know me for Silver Surfer and know me for, you know, No Doubt and those like hardcore hip hop records. I wanted to kind of pay homage to that. And uh, so those first four songs that I released were a tribute to my day one fans, but this volume two is going to be a nod to my production and my songwriting and everything that I do outside of being a rapper and a hip hop producer, you know? So this project is really uh, designed for, to introduce my old catalog to new fans and, know, and also let people know about how diverse I am as a producer and in my body of work in my, and what I'm capable of doing, you know? Cause I think at the end of the day, I might, I can retire from being a from being a rapper, but I will always be producing records, and and that and I think that's kind of exciting to me because as a producer you could really do anything. I could do rock music if I really wanted to, you know. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about your first single from Volume One, right here, yeah, right here, right here. If you guys haven't heard it, it's everywhere. Just go on Spotify, anywhere. Yep. And I heard it. I was jumping up and down because like 
I knew you never left. Yes, just, just explain to the audience who hasn't heard it. Off the top of the record where I'm kind of like, it sounds like I'm answering a question like mid conversation. It's me, my response generally to people who are like, oh, you know, there's, there's a, there's young, there's young MCs who are like, yo, you know, these old heads and these guys need to stop rapping or whatever the case is. And not, not specifically about me, but that's just something that, you know, any, anybody who's older than the age of like 30, you know, any young MC is going to be like, oh, but then you understand as an OG that it's not really a matter of what, you know, what people perceive about you. You will always have fans and it's about tapping into those people who are fans of you. And I have uh, a very loyal fan base that has always checked for my music throughout the years and you know it was more me answering you know i've heard it already i've heard it already you know it's people saying oh you need to stop rapping or whatever the case is but when you speak to other creatives you know we speak to other like-minded people and i'm talking creatives of all ages from this generation to my generation it was always about, listen, you have a responsibility to continue creating because you are a creator. People look up to you and it's like, this you have to defeat this whole notion of there's a there's a expiry date on being an artist, you know? So that, right, that song, when I was writing it, was kind of in response to that mentality. And in a lot of ways, you're talking to yourself too, right? Because you all, there's always that self-doubt or there's that imposter syndrome or people, you know, you kind of fall victim to being influenced by people who, who, who don't believe. But then when it comes down to it, whether you believe it's possible or you believe it's not possible, you're right in either circumstance. It's just a matter of those steps you take to to manifest those beliefs and this project i chose to 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 pr to pursue uh and continue to pursue my my creative endeavors and that's what that song is about when i when i created this show i now have hundreds of thousands of listeners in germany and japan and i think it was michael williams that tried to explain to me when i said i don't know why and he said because they are not used to hearing canadian artists in one hour all together and I was shocked. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and you know what? For and I've learned that when we went out to Germany and France, and they there is a huge following for that nine or they call the golden era of hip hop. To this day, there's a huge fan base out there that actually are refuse to acknowledge the pop, the pop, um, the, how hip hop has become popular music and that and it kind of the sound has become more poppy. Uh, there's a there's a fans out in Europe that are still, you know, on that head knot. Like it really the culture of that era has maintained to this day. And I think that uh, that's a huge part of why they they gravitate to a show like Black Exposed. How you produce your music is very unique. I want to know what inspires you to create these different sounds? Because you can appeal to different genres with different songs that you make. So for me, it's it's there's two distinct approaches when it comes to music. My when I'm wearing my artist hat, chances are when I'm creating music for myself, it's only more recently that I've come to diversify my my artist sound of who Solitaire is you know, as the years progress, but I started off rapping. My overall theme throughout all my songs is kind of social justice issues, upliftment of the community. That's always been at the core of who I am as a person and the work that I do. Um, but then as 
the years went on and your your musical palette expands you travel the world you meet different artists that's when you start to really grow and see what's possible so once i started to get exposed to uh traveling to the us and going from different studios and working with r&b artists and working with reggae artists and working with you know pop artists and getting feedback from my contributions to their material empowered me to be a lot more experimental in how I approach my music. And once I started to write R&B songs and get that confidence and that feedback from singers who would say, oh, your melodies are mad dope, or because I'm writing R&B songs with a hip hop MC's ear and cake and like different ways of like flows and stuff like that. So I taking all my influences and and my skill set taking it to R&B is what made me unique and would made singers want to work with me and that made me more confident writing R&B songs. And then even you start to learn about songwriting and realize that songwriting is just storytelling. So you can tell a story with any genre of music and that's kind of how it elevated to the point where I am a hip hop producer by trade that's primarily what most of my fans know me as but a producer is somebody that really when it comes down to who I'm working with as an artist you would never really even know that it's me that does it because you're able to really morph uh and adapt depend your style and your your lyrical sensibilities depending on the artist that you're working with so really to coin it I am a sum of all my influences as a producer and I'm a producer entitled the source of my uh of my sound is hip hop and I take those hip hop sensibilities and I apply it to whatever genre or whatever style I'm working on and and that's what kind of rounds off my musical palette has anyone ever told you that you're a mysterious soul <laughs> yes i've definitely got that i i call myself a i'm an introverted extrovert because i'm yeah. very comfortable in on a stage i'm very comfortable speaking in front of a crowd um i love to perform that's probably my favorite part of the music industry is being able to travel and do shows and go around the world like that's what a way to make a living i'm so blessed to be able to continue to have the opportunity to do that but then outside of that like what i reveal about my personal life my personal thoughts i would put out through my music but then beyond that i'm a pretty like my come from a very very close knit private family that are not about like putting our business out in the street you know so you kind of learn which is a lesson that probably most people should learn when it comes to social media is that you know <laughs> not everything needs to be out there you know like you got to be be mysterious be you know keep some things to yourself and your family and your and your close circle of friends and i take pride in that you know um and maybe 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 to a in some instances with this oversharing generation it might be to my detriment cuz it's all about content 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 but uh, i you know what i would lose in potential millions of followers for not documenting every second of my day <laughs> i gain in in peace of mind you know and and and, uh, and being surrounded by some of what i would say 
there are some of the best people in the world as far as like my my family and friends you know so i think i i prefer to be somebody that is speaks through the music and speaks through being on stage and and having that energy given and received from from the fans and the audience yeah if anyone has seen solitaire on stage he is electrifying it's something to behold. <laughs> I kid you not. The first time I saw you on stage, I was working at Energy 108. Ah. You'd come in to Mastermind Show. I Mastermind, despite my brother, we Energy 108. That was our home, man. We used to go there all the time. Just kick it. Yeah, sometimes we just go That's there right. just to hang out. We we need like I mean he'd, he'd always play our records because he, he always supported us as a music connoisseur. But like that was we became fast friends very early in my career for sure. He's always been a mentor and a big brother to us. Yeah, he's he's freaking awesome. I love him. It was like a big family. It didn't really matter, but I always knew when his show was on because all of you guys would come in, and especially yeah. on on Thursday nights, like with the DJs when they come from Tracks Records or yeah. or whatever, or, or Eugene's place. They just did a documentary on it, and everybody would like go into the sales room and lay the records on the floor and be like, "What did you get?" And all oh, you didn't get. It was like I'm in heaven. This yeah. is crazy. Yeah. This is crazy. What was your? Who was your musical influence? growing up mm, a lot <laughs> a lot I, I again like that phrase I'm a sum of my influences because you know some people will comment you know a lot of especially in hip-hop you'll hear a lot of people say I don't like pop music I don't do pop I don't do bubble gum I loved everything I loved like growing up my you know I have an older brother who really just kind of put me on to all kinds of different music I remember at one point in time some of his favorite bands ranged from Public Enemy to Huey Lewis in the News to Def Leppard to Chuck D uh, sorry to LL Cool J to you know what I mean so it was like my my influences were all over the place and of course you know you grow up listening to Michael Jackson and you listen to Madonna and you listen to and I I love I'm a I love big hooks I love the way that music can inspire a mood or a feeling it can change your mood that's kind of uh, what I, I go for and I'm influenced by uh, as a producer. So it, it's, it's really, I really love music. I love classical music. I love jazz. I love house music. I love music. I love music that has the power to, to move and inspire and, and, and change the trajectory in some cases uh, of people's lives, you know? I want to read something that you wrote and I want you to explain it. Music is art imitating life, imitating art. Hip-hop is one of the most influential musical genres of all time, with the power to both heal and harm. A power that can be unleashed for better or worse. Any artist who understands the power they possess know that they carry the burden of being responsible for how that power is used. The result can be beautiful, but dangerous at the same time, while honoring the responsibility of a choice. The influence that comes with it is not that is eloquently written please yeah. explain you know that the concept of dangerous art really lies in the idea and i've had this discussion many many times around the concept of role model and you'll hear in hip hop uh, one of the most common deflections or defenses of hip hop is that artists will say i'm not responsible for raising your children i am not responsible for how my music influences people i'm only responsible for myself and like anybody that you know my kids or people that are in my direct circle 
and they don't believe that they don't believe in this idea of role model. And what I say, my definition of role model really boils down to this, because I'll always ask them this question. When you were younger, I think we were all experienced this, no matter the generation. It was always a generation that had this new, this new fad of music that the kids all love and the parents are like, oh my God, this is terrible. I don't want my kids listening to this. And I would ask this group, I'd say, when your parents, like if you were growing up and you were listening to NWA and your parents heard you listening to NWA one day and they said, hey, I don't want you ever listening to this filthy music, this vulgar music ever again. Did you stop listening to it? No. Never. None Never. of us. We all just found ways to listen to it. We all found ways to idolize our favorite artists. How we internalize the messages that were in that music depends on how we were raised and the circumstances that we were in. The fact of the matter is a lot of people in, in impoverished communities in marginalized communities, there happens to be tragically uh, uh, a shortage of two parent households. A lot of a lot of your favorite rappers grew up in single parent households, didn't know their father. So they were raised by the streets and they were raised by the men in their lives that they deemed to be successful. Being a role model as an artist does not is not a choice. How you exercise your influence is a choice. So I'm not saying that you as a celebrity, whether you are an athlete or a musician, I'm not saying you have to choose to be a positive or a, or a, a good role model because at the end of the day a good role model isn't going to be somebody who's all positive it's going to be somebody who's real and gives you context for the choices that they make and not just justify things like you know it's my life i don't really care you got to do what you got to do you know so yeah. you recognize the impact because i've you know even when talking about relating to the jail program i have personally had guys sit down and say to my face that hip-hop ruined their life because they didn't have any other role models they didn't have any other male people to look up to in their lives so they turned to the streets and they turned to wow. the music or their cues on what it means to be a man what does it mean to be courage what does it mean to not show fear and that was and and that their influences led them to make poor choices because they didn't have alternatives. You know what I mean? So the idea of art being dangerous, art has the power to harm and has the power to heal. We see that with people who were depressed and they put on their favorite song, they put on their favorite sad song, it makes them feel better. Or there's even, there's even guys who have said to me again, that of like, yo, when I'm, you know, like there's certain songs that you put on when you're going on a move, you know what I mean? And that gives you that energy. So. If you're aware of that impact that your music can have, you ha are then making a choice on how to use that. If you are either you're blindly unaware of that power and you don't care, which is possible, but once you become, once you have that awareness, you have that choice. And that's where the kind of freedom of choice of what you wanna be comes in. But at the end of the day, you are a role model, like it or not, you are impacting people's lives. Yeah. People are looking to you for cues on, you know, how to attain the success that you've attained. So that's really what the concept of dangerous art is. It's kind of trying to make artists a little bit more aware and take more responsibility of that, of the influence that they have. With a lot of the emerging artists, that is one thing that they lack is the depth 
of understanding as to what what their art is about and what they're trying to create and for whom it's not just to hit the charts what advice can you give them you know it's everybody's path is different everybody's influence is different everybody's goals are very unique to them even though like in music the goal is to be successful <laughs> you know whatever that looks like my my version of success was not having to work in an office and kind of do a 9 to 5 on the high level the the money the cars the jewelry the girls and the houses sure you know no there's i don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to have the finer things in life my version of success was like that would be the clouds but if i can be in music and be a creative and not have to be beholden to not a 9 to 5 job that was success to me so i think it's important to define what that success is early in your career and then go for it like there's no there's, there's there's no right way it's not a science music is not a science music is very subjective there's sure there's certain elements that you can combine to potentially make a hit but i've heard songs that you thought you heard it earlier and like yeah that song's going to be a smash and it doesn't end up getting anywhere near that and i've heard songs where i'm like that song is trash and then it becomes a number one hit you know there's there's not really much rhyme or reason other than time and pressure time invested in perfecting your craft doing your 10,000 hours of writing and creating and then pressure being consistency right continuing to release music taking that bio feedback from your fans from your friends for critiques of the culture and the music that are not just going to be like yeah man you're dope or try to ride a wave the the ones that are be like nah you could do better than that i've heard like this you could change this and i think you know what i mean like those people were invested in seeing you become better keeping those people around you and then setting your goal and going for it, period like yeah. you know and and realizing that your path is not going to look like somebody else's successful path you know the elements of success are hard work and consistency and diligence it's not singing on your record and using auto tune and then getting your beats produced by boy wonder that's not a recipe for success like many people have invested a lot of money trying to follow that blueprint and it doesn't work out for them so you have to be you have to find your voice find your sound and be as authentically you as you can and be content with the results and and realize that the results take time and that you are not on anybody's timeline but uh, a lot of people are just caught up with being famous and like being rich so that they can laud themselves over other people that yeah. whole idea of like I, you know I'm vip and I'm ahead of you guys because I'm a I'm a successful artist and my jewelry costs more than yours and and one thing I will say is that pain is relative struggle is relative you don't know what you don't know some of the struggles that artists today face as far as like the number one thing being is to to be hurt to be taken to be considered to get an opportunity to have a platform for people to actually hear your name hear your song and give you a fair shot like that has become a hundred times more challenging than our era so the struggles are different I will say that, you know what I mean, cuz it's like the work ethic of our time and and what it took to get on during our uh, our era is like there was a lot there was the barriers to access were a lot higher, 
but even though it's a lot easier to put music out and you could record a song today and it could be out tomorrow how many i was reading a statistic the other day that there's like there's millions of songs that are released millions of songs on spotify and on different streaming platforms that have less than 50 plays some of them have zero plays right so just because you can release music easier doesn't mean that it's easier to find a, fa a, a, a fan base and that's become increasingly difficult so there's one era that i had to choose i would not choose this era and even though there's like amazing tools like social media and youtube and all that kind of stuff where you can have that direct to fan relationship it's become increasingly difficult to get those fans to listen because i mean people's attention spans are shorter like you know what i mean unless you're drake drake can release a 23 song album because he's drake like he doesn't even need to do interviews anymore much less you know his name is a marketing is a marketing scheme you know what i mean but for joe blow that's trying to create a career for himself from down the block to be heard oh my god it's like i'm grateful that i have a fan base coming from my era that has carried into this generation but i will definitely just to say that the struggles are different the there's the same amount of trash artists back then as there are now the only difference is nobody was going to give them shine because you had to have somebody either you had money to pay for studio time which was prohibitive back then to know a studio to go to pay for that studio pay for the mixing pay for the mastering and then pay for the manufacturing of vinyl pay for the shipping and then you had to you know it's not like email you can go and email the dj and be like yo did you get that you had to go do the interview so it's like it was way, way more costs involved to being an artist back then. So it was like people when you when people heard you and they liked you, they remembered you. It was a lot yeah. easier to make that connection than it is now. So there's there's the, the the struggles are the struggles are different. That's all I'll say. What's up, y'all? It's Solitaire 101, the one and only nothing you expect, everything you don't, and you are listening to Black Exposed with Sandra Tyler on 98.5 CKWR. You have one unheard message. To check unheard messages, press 1-1. Main menu. First unheard message. Yo, big up man like Silver. Solitaire was good at Cypher Sounds, your best bud from America. Um... Cardi told me that you're putting out some project. You're putting out like a rap, hip-hop project. What's what's going on here, bro? What's going on here? I I don't know if this is the right move, man. We we old now, bro. No disrespect, but you Canadian. You ain't got the you ain't got the chops like you used to, bro. Your body's old, man. You can't jump up and down like you used to. I love you, man. You my brother for life. But what's what's happening? What's these decisions you making? I mean. Look, you're doing good. You got the studio. You got the music school. You a businessman. You an entrepreneur. Now you're trying to rap like Drake. You was before Drake. Now you want to be putting out music like modern day? It's over, bro. We ain't got it like that no more. Come on, bro. You made all the fire beats back in the day. You made Bacardi slang. You made that the, one of the illest Canadian tracks ever. You and me did all of Nina Sky records together. You got so many beats in the can. You're a legend in the game. Don't ruin it by putting out some new shit, bro. I'm worried about you, man. You're not thinking clearly. You old. These kids is going to outwork you, man. It's, it's not like it used to be. The game is the game has changed, man. Putting out new music in this in this in this climate. 
in this environment, yo, call me, bro. I'm here. Cypher Sounds, man. Love you, bro. Don't do it. End of message. To erase this message, press 7. To save it, press 9. To hear more options, message erased. We're back with Solitaire. The Canadian and international hip hop legend, singer, the, songwriter, producer, the, the no. only, the only solitaire. Do you think a lot? Like, are you an internal thinker? All the time. I talk to myself a lot too. Yeah. Sometimes people might see, you thing. might catch me outside and you see my mouth, my lips moving and I'm by myself. When you're on stage, just like thoughts shut off. No, I'm not. I mean, I, I'm thinking more so as far as like, you know, being present in the moment of the show as it relates to because it's like you know we're as you can imagine we perform those those songs thousands of times at this point but it's still you're engaged because the crowd is engaged so it's like being on stage is very much about being present for the audience and like reciprocate being the conductor of the energy and then the crowd responds to that energy and then it just kind of you know it becomes it becomes a synergy right so it's uh, i'm pretty much in the moment um when i'm on stage you are so into social justice. You're working on so many different projects. I yeah. want to talk about Easy to Slip. Okay. That song had a huge impact on not only the listeners, but on people's lives. We're going to play it next. I want you to explain what the song is about mm. and why it means so much to you. Yeah. So Easy to Slip is, uh, at the time, you know, it was, I was experienced for the first time in my life. I had experienced a lot of deaths that were close to home, closer to home than I had ever experienced. My cousin was murdered. Um, another friend of mine, his cousin was murdered. And these were people that I knew, you know, close to my family. These are the first kind of like close, like family related deaths to me. The way that I wrote that song was to honor all of those people that I knew that passed away in my life that were murdered and the stories were so similar and i think that's really why it resonates with a lot so many people because so many of us who are connected to marginalized or impoverished communities um gang affiliated communities you know communities that are sub subjected to violence and poverty that story is it's so relatable to so many people even to this day you know, I wanted to kind of write it in a way that, you know, trying to change the, because the idea, obviously, when it comes to violence in communities is it's always, it's cyclical. It goes in waves, but then it's like, you know, one person murders, somebody gets revenge, and then it keeps going back and forth. And it's like, how do we interrupt that cycle? And the only way is if we, if we can change the trajectory of the choices that these guys are making. So I wanted to crystallize that in song that it's like, you know, obviously I didn't, I didn't grow up in those streets like my cousin did, but it's like, I could have easily been influenced to going down that path because I looked up to him. And it's like, you realize that it's the, cho the, the choices that we make, the hard choices that we make in our lives can uh, really affect the longevity of, uh, of our livelihood and our, and our, and our, our future. So I wanted to inspire. I wanted to, I wanted it to be an anthem of like a kind of a cautionary tale for our community. And it's, it's a double-edged sword. It's bittersweet, I should say, that it's uh, become the legendary song that it is. 
because the reason why it resonates is because so many people can still relate to that the, those kind of things happening to this day so yeah solitaire no doubt you know 9-11 s to the h to the a to the g y'all this one's going out to all my people yeah. you know what i'm saying one foot is in the street and one foot in the grave you know what i'm saying We all know how easy it is to slip into that street life when you ain't got no food on the table, nothing to eat. This one's for y'all. I had a cousin named Derek. He hustled on the block. That nick was a thug. I was not. 14 years old. I watched him. He was the man that I wanted to be. And he was barely 16. He always had the shoes that I wanted to rock. And his moms didn't even know about the things he got. Gold chains, Nike Air Jordans, chicks on his jock. And they all seem to come from being on the block. But we sing a song of mercy for niggas that's caught in the struggle. Cause the devil's always trying to draw the kids into trouble. We move like the sun over the ocean to see things clearer. Feel like the only one checking for you is the man in the I mirror. Remember, he took me to the mall on a shopping spree and bought the things my moms couldn't cop for me. He had my back till his last days, now he's a ghost. That nigga taught me well how the streets was a cell. And the hustler's just a nigga that's trying to make bail. A lot of dead even more in jail. Some even got a wife and a story to tell. How young blacks survive while living in hell, but. We sing a song of mercy for youngins that's caught in the struggle Cause the devil's always trying to draw the kids into trouble I move like the sun over the ocean to see things clearer Feel like the only one checking for you is the man in the mirror We got your back Was a part of his life since he was born His pops came home drunk and picked on the lawn And beat up his mom And D couldn't take it His pops kicked him out of the house Buck naked He turned to his peeps Then turned to the streets And turned his back On his screen filled sleeps His pop passed away But he never shed a tear Like a self-fulfilling prophecy Made itself clear I grew watching him We kicked it now and then Sometimes I sit and wonder How life would have been If I had hustled with him Would I be dead too? Was a through the chest work The shit he went through? I ain't a hustler my cousin packed a gun and his memory's the reason I will never pack one Stay alive until your peeps be true Or the next rhyme they write might be about you Cause We sing a song of mercy for youngers that's caught in the struggle Cause the devil's always trying to draw the kids into trouble We move like the sun over the ocean to see things clearer Feel like the only one checking for you is the man in the mirror we sing a song of mercy for youngins that's caught in the struggle Cause the devil's always trying to draw their kids into trouble We move like the sun over the ocean to see things clearer Feel like the only one checking for you was the man in the mirror sometimes You're working on uh, the Forgiveness Project. The Forgiveness Project is that also affectionately known as the FU Project. F stands for forgiveness. 
And that was created, the organization itself was created by a phenomenal woman, a dear friend of mine who's become family, uh, Tara Muldoon. So she's the founder and the executive director of the, of, the, of the FU project. It started off as an organization that provides support for women who have been victims of violence or assault. So that was kind of the social justice direction of the organization and it has since grown to what it is now where we primarily focus on working with incarcerated individuals to help them deal and process their their time and circumstances being incarcerated and in that we we get to have in-depth discussions around anger management conflict resolution PTSD, anxiety, and different ways of coping with that. And the way that we engage with them, because Tara, prior to starting the FU project, was involved in the music industry as a, a PR person. So she worked in PR. So she's done a lot of uh, kind of babysitting work for artists that will come to Canada, like J. Cole. She's done PR for Allen Iverson. So she's very familiar with the culture and the scene. And she's also an avid hip hop fan as well. And I myself have my ex experience in the music industry. So that's kind of our our segue into these conversations. So we use pop culture references, we use hip hop references, particularly with the knowledge that and everything that we've learned from the culture over the past, myself being in the music industry for like 25 years, but then obviously as a, on the larger scale of hip hop being 50 years old now, we use a lot of what um, we perceived as, you know, indications of what it means to be a man, what it means to be successful, what it means to be brave and courageous, those kind of tropes that have always existed and stereotypes that have always ex been a huge part of hip hop, we now are able to kind of look back on them and reflect on how those are lyrics and stories of guys who are suffering from PTSD, guys who are suffering from, from trauma, intergenerational trauma, and how much that plays a part in us celebrating uh, violence in our community as a as a means of survival, you know, and as as it being ne necessary. So we have these conversations on different levels. It is expanded. Uh, we've been at the jail. Our 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 main our main programs are run out of Toronto South Detention Center, but we also travel and do programs at federal institutions across Ontario. And it's also grown to encompass a significant partnership with OCAD University. OCAD Ontario College of Art and Design has been endorsing our program for the past five years and they have approved a partial credit, a partial university credit for guys who participate in our we have two programs that are sanctioned by OCAD. It's a creative writing program and we just launched a pilot program called Music Industry B3, Bars Behind Bars, Music Industry 101. Because as you can imagine, there's a ton of artists who are locked down. Uh, some of them are, you know, have millions of views on YouTube. It's crazy. So they're, they're doing growing fan base um, in music, 
but they don't really know how the music industry works. So we try to empower their knowledge base of music for when they get out, you know, putting together what does it look like to put together a team? What's the process? You know, obviously they know about the recording, but do they know about publishing? Do they know about registering their songs? All that kind of stuff. So that's what the program has grown to encompass. But I always, in conversation with the guys, I always let them know that my my main concern is their mental health, their their well-being, their personal well-being. And we're not an organization that says we're going to change anybody. Our job is not to change anybody. Our job is to pro provide opportunity and alternatives and provide knowledge. We show up for the guys and uh, we do our best to provide resources in any way that we can. And if they are ready and willing to make the next step or make that transition from wherever they were at in their life to the next stage of their life, we try to find ways to facilitate that. That's become a huge, uh, a very huge part of my, of my life and my work now. Your album, Dangerous Art, volume one is out now. It's got how many songs? It's got five songs on the volume one, and it was always intended to be released in in stages. So volume one was the first edition, and then volume two will entail my production and songwriting abilities and showcase that. Also to showcase some of the artists that I've had the opportunity to work with, like Shahai, which is the first single that's going to be dropping October 17th called Something About You. I've also worked with Juno award-winning Jordan, R&B singer, you know, and then I've also been working with some local, and I don't want to say, I don't say local to undermine them. I say local because they're on the verge of breaking out um, on a major scale, but they, they are from the scene in Toronto, a singer by the name of Kibra, and an MC who has actually been buzzing for a while by the name of Oshan. And then I've got some other features on there as well, some other surprises coming up. And But I'll be releasing those more so as singles because I wanna give each of those songs an opportunity for people to hear the diversity of what I am a, a capable of doing as a producer, so. You know, once those songs come out, I'll probably add a few more songs and then release it as a as an entire project. And then there will be some physical copies available. I'm planning on doing some vinyl releases and some merch to support the whole project as well. And then there also just uh, not to cut you, but there's also the video for the singles, um, the theme song, and then and I've got a song called. Uh, Fire Blaze featuring my, my brother from another rich kid. And uh, that video is out right now on YouTube. So please, you know, run that up, you know, give it a like and subscribe if you're feeling it. Uh, really, really proud of those songs. Uh, the theme song, I am really, I feel like it's kind of a, a continuation or I would call it like easy to slip 2023, you know, it's really kind of touching on the same issues and the fact that we're still experiencing a lot of the same struggles, struggles that we were back when that song, the original easy to slip was released. So yeah, man, dangerous art volume one out right now, dangerous art volume two in progress. I just have one last question. That intro in volume one with Cypher sounds, is that, is that legit? <laughs> oh that's my guy no he he was actually he didn't want to do it because he's like yo bro i don't want to say these things you know? <laughs> like but that's my cypher sounds like you know you mentioned that we, we produced many songs together when i was uh down in new york 
make working on records so he's my brother like that was that was that was actually me i wrote that script and then he's also doing like he's very you know uh, uh, growing in popularity as a stand-up comedian that's what his transition in life has been still dj's still a phenomenal dj still does that because that again that played right into the the concept of uh right here right it's like you know the naysayers will always have people who don't believe will always try or maybe they think it's not possible for them and they will try to bestow their own personal insecurities and beliefs on you and your job is to have the confidence and belief in your art and what your purpose is to see past those things even with the struggles and the highs and lows it's all a part of it so yeah that was uh that was not a real voice message. <laughs> I, I was laughing so hard. I'm like, yeah, this is this is epic. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, appreciate it's that. Good. I'm glad you got okay. it. Okay, thank you for being with us tonight. Thank and you. I look forward to having you on often because you are a wealth of knowledge and you are a genuine human being and the world needs more of you. Now, just as we close out, your birthday's in three weeks. Do you have any plans? Because you're oh, a Scorpio like me. His you, birthday did all, you did all your research. Eh? I, um, well, no, 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 no. Okay, quickly. I didn't uh, have to do my research because, remember, I don't know if we were at a universal, some after party. And I don't know what was going on, but we were sitting on the couch and you were ta- we were talking about being Scorpios. And then Julie Black comes in and interrupts, and you know, Julie. Yeah. And oh boy, it was just too funny. And she's like, my birthday's before yours. And yeah. and you're like, but I'm older. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm older than both of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Scorpio, Scorpio life. Funny, funny enough, as you mentioned it, this year I actually have a show with Cardi in, I think we're in New, either New Brunswick or Newfoundland or somewhere in the East Coast on my birthday. So this Ooh, year nice. on my birthday, I'll actually, I'll actually be performing. Yeah, that's a good gift to yourself. Yeah. Right. Work. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, that's not work. I would never consider. I would never call performing work. It never feels like work to me. Ever. Even if I'm tired and you know everything. Even if everything's going bad, like that's always an hour or so that is pure bliss because everybody's there to have a good time, right? So it's it's very therapeutic. Yeah, I just so appreciate you. You're such a wonderful human being. I appreciate the time. <laughs> Who's having a co- co- hold on? Hold on. Who's having a conversation behind you? Are they, are they, are they, hold on, let me close the door. Is it, you can hear it? Is it distracting? Well, yeah, it'll come out. Listeners will hear it. Hold on. That's all right. Hey, man, what are you guys doing out here? You got to keep the noise down. Try to do an interview. I know. My bad. I, I, got, I overheard. Oh. I am so adding this in the outtakes. <laughs> so I've got to regulate around these parts, you know? Crack the whip. Black Exposed is Canada's first and only show on Primetime FM Radio with black content and all black Canadian music. You can hear Black Exposed every Tuesday at 6 p.m. You can find me on my socials at Sandra Tyler and at Black Exposed 98.5 CKWR. Stream live on CKWR.com and stream after on Spotify, YouTube, Podbean, and most other streaming services. That's it for tonight's Black Exposed. Special thanks to hip-hop legend Solitaire. Thanks to world-renowned DJ R Double. And mark your calendars starting Friday, November 24th, 11 p.m. We go live to air from the Black Exposed studios. So excited about that. It's going to have music from Canada's most iconic hip-hop and R&B legends. 
So you don't want to miss that. That's November 24th, 11 p.m. We kick that off. And next week, Ivan Evadonte. He's the A&R director for Universal Music Canada, and he's co-hosting. Ivan's the one that signs artists to his label, and he's worked with and signed artists like Drake, Eminem, and many other epic legends. And he's going to give us advice to emerging artists in this rare one-on-one. That's next Tuesday, 6 p.m. Also next Tuesday, after the show, I'm going to be at Sam Nabby and Friends Live Hip Hop and R&B Jam. That's at the Registry Theater with 23 Dreams and Only Fayez. So join me. You can still get tickets on eventbrite.ca. I'm also very excited that next week... The Black Exposed Entertainment website launches blackexposedent.com. You're going to find lots of exciting news on there, lots of different platforms, and access to shows that you've missed. You know, I've been in the music business for many years, but this is the highlight of my career because I get to spend it with you, my Black Exposed fam in KW and around the world. I'm Sandra Tyler. Celebrate your blackness in every shade. Stay blessed. Good night. Mm, I know I guess you know I wanna ask if you still love me Just a product of my experience Learning to love myself through loving you Never had someone show me how to improve Trying to make you leave just to beat you to the punch But somehow you still, you still Put up with all my shit Nothing before you exist Nothing before you exist Nothing before you exist I'm convinced that heaven exists Cause nothing before you exist Nothing before you exist Hey no, I'm blessed and highly favored Asking God to let me see another day I'm blessed, I don't have much I usually learn the hard way Gotta count Highly favored Every time that I wake up No, I'm not worthy But I got a purpose There ain't no Stay prayed up every day, every day, every day, every day I wake up. Every day, every day, every day before my makeup. Every day, every day, every day, yeah. Every day, every day, every day. I know I'm blessed and highly favored. Asking God to let me see another day. Like every day, every day, every day, every day. Every day, every day, every day Gotta stay prayed up